What is up everyone, Dalton here. Before we hop into this episode, I just have a couple quick announcements. First off, thank you for tuning in. The support on the podcast so far has been amazing. We're super excited about the community that we're building here with Move Local. So we cannot wait to continue to grow and meet more amazing people. If you guys aren't following us on Instagram, head over there and follow us, move.local as well as sign up for our newsletter if you want to make sure that you don't miss out on any new releases of episodes, of merchandise, of exciting news that we have coming up for the Move Local community. Head over there, sign up so you do not miss out. You can find that in the bio on Instagram or in the show notes below of this episode. And then lastly, guys, if you've liked or took value from any one of our episodes so far, please head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you consume your podcast, subscribe to Move Local, and drop us a review and a rating. It really helps our podcast grow. It helps us get good feedback from you guys, what you want to hear more of, what you want us to improve on, so that we can continue to provide you with the best content possible and grow this amazing community. That is all I have for today. Enjoy this episode of Move Local. Welcome to the Move Local podcast. Our mission is to connect the movers and shakers of the Duntas and Hamilton area who pride themselves on growing a healthier and more connected community. We will do this through having conversations around health, education, entrepreneurship, and much more. We wanna be part of helping you move confident, move free, and move local. What's going on, beautiful people? Welcome back to the Move Local Podcast. My name is Dalton, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Donald and William. How are we doing today, guys? Yeah, really well. Another beautiful day. I think we've got some rain in the forecast, which is nice for, for the gardens and for the uh, the trails out there. I think uh, about 10 minutes later, I finally started sweat, stopped sweating, so <laughs> yeah. uh, now I'm good. <laughs> I was going to say, it is beautiful, but it is definitely very warm. I'm actually kind of happy that we didn't go out for one of Dawn's famous trail runs prior to this episode like we did on our first podcast, if you guys joined us for that one. Um, he took us through an inaugural trail run, and it was quite rigorous. <laughs> Um, but we'll dive into this episode today. Um, we're super stoked to hop on the second interview and have um, Lindsay Morav. She's the one of the owners of Grain and Grit, um, which is a beer company in Hamilton, Ontario. And we're super excited to sit down and talk to her about how she built her business, the, the culture, the community around Grain and Grit. So Lindsay, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. How is your day going so far? It's very good. It's very hot, yes, but uh, really good. It's our first day that we have the patio open again um, after COVID, so it's a pretty exciting yeah, day Yeah, that's for, exciting. For our business, yeah. Is the, is the environment, like, buzzing? Like, are people excited? What's the vibes? Yeah, it's, I, I mean, I guess the major sort of indicator of the buzz is on Instagram for us, so um, we're getting a lot of sort of comments and feedback and questions and interest um, on on our Instagram feed when I posted about the patio and then also we are accepting reservations so we're fully booked tonight we're fully booked tomorrow and Saturday so it seems like people are pretty excited to come so yeah yeah I think I think you you know this it's a beautiful space and people people love uh, coming out this way so yeah for um, sure I think people have been waiting oh they've been waiting <laughs> oh yeah for sure we've been getting because I think officially you could have we could have opened a couple weeks ago so we were getting a lot of you know 
are you open yet? Are you open yet? <laughs> but we're like, no, we're taking our time. So we took our time and just did things right. So I think it's going to pay off for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. And I'm, we'll definitely get into, I think that's obviously a huge part of a lot of businesses right now is like their transition during COVID and all yeah. that. Um, we'll definitely get to that. But something I want to start off with is we were kind of talking about this just before we started recording. You were telling us a little bit about like the community and how you felt like everyone that's part of this team put like a good effort into creating what it is today. So I'd love to hear a little bit about like the roots of Grain and Grit and how it became. Yeah, sure. So um, Grain, Grain and Grit is owned by myself and my husband. And my husband Joe is like a huge beer lover, always has been like from you know, when we were basically first able to drink. <laughs> so um, he was always searching out craft beer, even when it wasn't even really a thing. Um, and so we always kind of, I was in the service industry a lot. So I was serving and hosting and like just loving working at restaurants. So we kind of always had this dream that we should have a brewery together um, because it kind of combined our passions for a service, mine for the service industry and his for beer. Um, so we thought it would be like the perfect business for us as a couple. Um, but we just talked about it. It wasn't ever something that we took too seriously. We both had careers, the nine to five grind. And then uh, I became an entrepreneur. I'm a designer, so I'm a graphic designer. So I kind of broke off on my own when I had kids and decided to freelance, got a taste of the entrepreneurial life and I didn't want to go back. So um, I sort of slowly convinced Joe to get on board with, um, you know, also becoming an entrepreneur and opening a business. So. That's sort of the roots of it all. Um, but yeah, and then we opened in 2017. Um, we opened our tap room and we do, uh, we do beer to go. We, we have a tap room that's sort of buzzing with all our local community. And yeah, so it's, a, it's been a fun, fun uh, sort of journey. Yeah. Yeah. That graphic design background explains some of your beautiful branding, I suppose. <laughs> Thank you, yeah, I've been, that's my, that's my baby for sure, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a big, Thing that we wanted to talk about though is just how much that you and Joe actually did yourself with opening the business so maybe you could speak a little bit more on that for sure yeah our it's actually really interesting when we started this business we knew we had really opposite skill sets and like I, I we knew it and we thought oh this is great but I don't think we really realized how good that was gonna be for us until we really started kind of you know getting right into it like he's a mechanical engineer so his he's totally technical he's all about the, the accounting and finance side and that stuff makes me want to just like you know my eyes glaze over and I'm like I'm not listening anymore so I'm more the creative like service oriented um, sort of like customer service oriented uh, person so it worked out so well that we're divided sort of really dramatically on one side and the other and I'm able to do all the marketing design um, and like customer service stuff the tap room stuff managing our employees like I'm a people person, so um, and Joe does like a lot of the um, production side with Alex, our brewer, um, and he also does the the financial side. He fixes like a pump when it's broken, and um, and then he was able to um, sort of build the brewery from the ground up in terms of the drywalling and the you know he he even um, he even like built concrete walls and like crazy stuff, and and I was able to design it and like come up with the brand and. So really, our skill sets complement each other so well. Um, and yeah, so we basically did everything. We, we did everything ourselves. So it was nice. It saved us a lot of money, for sure. Um, our, we, we, we started this business on a shoestring for a brewery, for sure, like comparatively. So it's very grassroots, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah. But I think, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that makes kind of 
grain and grit what it is. Yeah, like, for and sure. Just f- from the outside perspective, because I've, I've never been here before, and I've kind of followed you guys on Instagram, but I yeah. can get those vibes through, like, the Instagram and, like, seeing your space, even from afar. Yeah. So, obviously, that's something you guys try to incorporate into how you deliver your brand. It is, for sure. Like, I think we're kind of like the mom and pop of the breweries, especially in Hamilton. Like, people, everybody knows us, like, Joe and I, who comes here and they know our names and like we're here all the time to interacting with our customers and they know us personally so I think that definitely is like um, a huge part of our brand and it's also a huge part of what sets us apart from other breweries like all over Ontario I know there's a lot that do that that that's a, that's become a thing um, the taproom culture is sort of um, becoming more the norm where before it was a lot a lot of bigger breweries and they were selling you know kegs to bars and um, you know, their business model was, like, about distribution, basically. Like, more, the more you distribute, like, that's how you grow. But for us, our business model is in our taproom with our customers and with our community. So it's just a different, you know, just a totally different business model. So, yeah. I'd, I'd love to hear you talk a little bit more about, about your community and, like, because um, you've, you've kind of, uh, I've, you know, you have lots of different events that, are, that seem very, very niche, right? And I just wanted to know, like, you know, do, do your, does your community sort of like drive the events that you that you create and like the evenings that you create, or or is it, or is that what draws people to you? Is is that you've created these events? I think it's a little bit of both. Um, we definitely love to listen to our audience. So, um, for example, a, an example of basically like someone who or uh, the customer sort of driving an event. Um, we had this. this dog daycare come here and take this group photo of all their dogs in front of our brewery okay they just wanted like a photo shoot so they came on like a Wednesday afternoon there was hardly anyone here and they took this amazing photo of like 20 dogs in front of Grain and Grit and I posted it on Instagram and it went absolutely nuts like people like I've never we never had I I think now we've surpassed it but we didn't have as many followers back then and we had like the most likes we've ever had the most comments the most shares like it was out of control and so so we were talking to our team about it and I was like, there's something here, like this dogs and beer thing, people are really into it. And so I thought, what if we kind of play on this and like take it one step further and have a day that's dedicated to dogs. Like every day you can bring your dog here, but we're like, how do we promote this that you can bring your dog to Grain and Grit? So we had a thing called Dog Day on Wednesdays. It's not a very busy day of the week. So we're like, let's see if we could bring more people in. And so we give people who bring their dog a 10% discount. It's super simple. And then we had partnered with some local businesses to give away like a doggy gift pack to everybody nice. who came with their dogs. And, and it promotes other businesses sure. and it's just a little bonus for them and everybody loved it. Um, and so that was an example of like our customers and our audience just driving an event. It was our, our idea, like, but they sort of, it was riffing off of something that kind of had happened that we could see was a big... Um, a big thing for our audience and then we ended up we ended up doing a beer called dog day uh, and we ended up having a dog day event that was like a massive event in our parking lot and we had like hundreds of dogs through <laughs> it was awesome like it's been so we're really known now for being dog friendly uh, like super you just, known you just made yourself the dog place we now. are the dog place yeah there's actually a brewery who they're amazing people as well they're um, called black lab brewery and um in Toronto and they like base their whole business model around dogs so Smart. it's definitely like we we have that in common although we don't like have it in our name but we certainly um, are very accommodating to people with dogs 
Um, and it's a similar thing with babies. We're kind of like the dog and baby brewery. Um, <laughs> so I, I had a customer in, and I'd always wanted to start like a, a mom meetup or mom and dad. I, I was focusing on moms because I'm a mom and I needed this when I was on maternity leave. So um, basically, like, um, I was always like, okay, we need to have a mom meetup, but I didn't know any young moms at that time. My kids were older, so I didn't have like a tap in the line into that audience. And so someone came in with a baby and was like, oh, I just got back from Red Church, which is a great coffee shop downtown Hamilton, and they have this mom meetup. I was like, oh, I really want to do that. I've always wanted to do that. And we were just chatting. And then all of a sudden, I planned it. We planned it together. <laughs> and so I did a post, and it also went completely bonkers. Like, it was just out of control. The shares, the likes, the comments. And so we started this mom meetup every Tuesday. So that sort of happened really organically, but we became known for that. Um, and now we have our mom meetup on Tuesdays before COVID was completely packed with moms and babies. That's awesome. Like you come in here on Tuesday and yeah. <laughs> you'd be like, what is happening? <laughs> All these babies drinking beer or something? Like, <laughs> just like, <laughs> obviously they're not, but um, the moms come and they have kombucha. They, you know, sometimes have a beer and they, ch and they just chill and That's have awesome. a space where they can sort of con connect and, um, you know, just share. It's really good. Yeah. I want to double click on two things. Actually. Sure. One, one, first off, like, talking about community like what in the getting kind of deep into it like sure. what do you think is like important qualities to build the community that you've built here like at Grain and Grit yeah I think um, that's like a really good question um, I think just sharing our story and that's like a, been a huge component like we've always just shared what we're doing like we're not we're we're not we're trying to be really approachable in everything that we do so like just to share our story and to talk about what we're doing um, and to like ask for feedback and comments and, and ask people about them, themselves instead of just always talking about us. So like it's sort of like a back and forth for us instead of just like a one-sided conversation. Like I just don't want to talk at you about beer. I want I want to know like you like dogs, cool, like let's talk about it. You you like babies, <laughs> let's talk about it, you know? Like so we're always trying to listen to our customers and we're inviting people to to sort of like give us feedback and we're inviting conversation so that's like a huge thing for us I think I think just telling your story we just tell we that's what we do we just tell stories all day about what we're doing like on Instagram we make it very personal we don't want to feel like this corporate thing because we're not so I, we're just not pretending to be something that we're not right just trying to be super authentic just be ourselves tell our story communicate with our customers and listen to them that's kind of the big the big thing um, when we started our brewery we had obviously nobody knew about us so we just started um, posting to Instagram everything that we did we we're like building the brewery we're putting up a wall or bringing the the tanks in um, we were doing a lot of Instagram stories which was really cool people love that and then um, we just started getting an audience really organically um, and then we did some contests where we like let people we, we would give away some of our homebrew like this is stuff that breweries wouldn't do because they just don't want they have, I think a lot of breweries want this like perception, right? And yeah. we don't care about that. We're just, we are who we are. And if you like it, you don't, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, if you connect to it, that's wonderful. If you don't, that's okay too. But we don't want to put across this thing that we're, you know, just because we know a lot, a lot about beer or whatever that, you know, you're not welcome here. So I feel like that you can get that vibe sometimes, right? Yeah. So we just, everything we do, we want to be approachable. Um, we want to be real. That's, that's it. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was gonna ask like does that kind of personality make its way onto sort of like your product packaging like mm -hmm. the branding and stuff yeah for sure I mean because we all sort of have a, have uh, a say or we all talk about the concepts that we're going to 
um, used for, our, for example, our beer labels and our names and stuff like that. Like it's definitely a, um, between all of us and our personalities, you'll see a little bit of everyone's personality mm. in each of the beer names and the beer labels. We all have some, um, we all have input basically. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Um, I was I was gonna ask a little bit um, about team, like team culture, and mm-hmm. like um, you know getting getting the right. You know when you're when you're building a community, I think having the right people is oh, so yeah, important. For sure. So you could talk a little bit about that, and like maybe you know I know there's a lot of staff who have been here for most of the time. That yeah, been we around, have really so. good. Um, our staff's amazing. We have the best team ever. Um, we're all like family. Um, even um, we, we, we brought back Katie who Katie was our tavern manager for a couple of years and then she was going to move to New Zealand for a year she's al- she'd always dreamt of doing that and then she made the move and then COVID happened and she came back and now she's back here so she decided she wanted to come back which was amazing so I mean for us it's all about just um, choosing the right people who sort of share our values um, and and also want to work with us to grow um, and like we love to see what where people shine and like what they love to do and then just get make, let them do more of that right so for example like Katie's really good at accounting and she was an accountant and she she likes doing it and then she also loves planning events so it's like okay you could do more of that in, in your job every day right and like yeah there's just, just you know we always try to see those things and ask ask them continuously like are you like you know every day is there something you could be doing that would make you happier like we just want our employees to be happy basically like we just we just want everyone to come to work and love it so um, I think that Joe and I didn't ever have a place like that where we worked I mean I I had a really great job at Rogers I just had a really good boss but I didn't necessarily love my job every day I just loved the people I worked with right so but I never we never had a place where we felt like anyone really cared about us (laughs) as a person, right? We were always working for corporations that just, we were just another, you know, person on the payroll. So we just didn't want to be like that. We definitely wanted to um, take it one step further and just we cared really deeply about our employees. So, yeah. Yeah, it's cool because I think like giving people the freedom to explore those things that they're passionate about and not trying to force them into something that they're not allows them to then be comfortable and authentic and open and that just carries over to allowing like the rest of your culture, which, you know, you just went through things like being able to listen and building community. And like, if you don't let people feel comfortable in their own spot within your business, it's going to be hard for them to project out like those values that you guys want to project out as a business. So I think it's kind of a cool parallel and something to think about. And just as I listen to you say, it's like something important for, you know, obviously we're starting a business as well, like to consider those things as we go through our own development. So it's cool to hear that. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, we, Joe and I had never been, um, you know, we'd never been a boss before, like, a, you know, an employer. So it's a learning curve for sure. But the thing is, is that we just take the, from the experience that we had and we know, like, we know what didn't work. So it's like, okay, let's just do the opposite of that. <laughs> and, like, right. and I've, obvi- I've read books on leadership and stuff too. Sure. I'm really into that stuff. But yeah, it's just, it's like every is a new learning experience for me so but it's been going pretty well yeah you know what's cool though is like you talk about community from perspective of like grain and grit but there's also like the micro brewery community yeah. in hamilton yeah and i feel like and correct me if i'm wrong but it feels not too uh competitive it feels like very yeah. collaborative yeah. you know like when i go to fairweather they're like 
have you checked out Green and Grit? Yeah, for thing? sure. Is that true? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like, well, we have a really great relationship with Fairweather right down the street. Um, it's just so nice to have a brewery down the street because we can say, "Oh, we're out of this. Like, do you have that?" Or, and then, like, we do that all the time amongst each other. It's really handy, um, and also it's just a great thing for customers because they can hit two in one. It's amazing. So oftentimes, well, not often, like every day multiple times there'll be people coming through with Fairweather bags or bottles and then you know they buy some to go here and it's just it's really nice we share customers and we share hops and we share <laughs> it's really good and it's the same thing with other breweries in Hamilton like we all have a really good relationship I would say there's like no competition it's all like the more the merrier just because people come to go to all of them usually especially on like a Saturday um, or Sunday like where they're kind of touring around yeah. so obviously things have changed just because of COVID, everything's really different. Mm-hmm. But typically, like on a regular Saturday, you get just people just touring all the breweries. Some people are on their bikes, some people are on a bus, some people are, you know, just driving around. And yeah, so it's pretty cool. It's a great little relationship we all have. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, I think we, we often, like as a group, we always talk about like, um, you know, that collaborative approach is just going to make everyone better. Oh, 100%. Right? So I agree. Um, it, it's cool seeing that in different, uh, different realms. You know, yeah, and seeing it so successful, for example, in yeah. in in the realm that you're that you're in. Um, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that um, in any other industry that I've worked in. Every other industry seems really, you know, like um, like they have like that mindset where, you know, there's not enough, there's not enough, right? We're like, oh, there's mm-hmm. plenty of customers to sure. go around. It's yeah. fine. Like everyone wants to try different beers. That's what craft beer is all about right now. And and of course, some people have their favorite breweries, and that's great. <laughs> like I mean, you know. It's how it is, right? Some people just want to buy beer from here or just want to buy beer from Fairweather. And that's awesome because there's like just plenty of people to go around. It's fine. But yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Another, another thing I think we can all relate to is this idea of uh, having to adapt during difficult times. Oh, my goodness. Um, so much adapting. <laughs> I'm adapted <laughs> out. <laughs> Enough with the adapting. No, I don't want to pivot anymore. <laughs> I'm dizzy. <laughs> Yeah, so These obviously... people who say they're getting better at coping. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coped out. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm over it. So, yeah, that was my line this weekend. I'm over it. <laughs> um, That's great. So, on that note, I would just like to hear, like, how you transitioned. And then I think just based off what we talked about earlier, how that, like, community that you built really helped during this time where there was so much uncertainty and you guys needed them to be understanding and have yeah. these open conversations between you and your, and your community. Yeah. I mean, there's, we've pivoted so many times. It's kind of wild at this point, but, um, so when COVID hit, we decided to close for our community and our team. So we decided to close for two weeks, just when everyone went into lockdown, we thought, and we were in Iceland when this happened, which is another whole story. Um, but when we got home, we had to self-isolate for two weeks. So we, we were like, let's just call it quits for two weeks. Everyone's going to be quarantined. And we just wanted to keep everyone safe, right? So talk about community. That was all we cared about, like our community. We want to make sure everybody's safe and doing what they should be doing. We don't want to contribute to any any spread of this virus by being open. So we decided to close. Um, and then we, we reopened and everything was different, obviously. We could only do um, takeout and we ended up opening up to do delivery so we thought how can we make it easier for our customers to get our beer and safer of course that was always top of mind Um, so then we did delivery and we had a curbside pickup system that we developed which was an online shop and then people would come 
I think I've seen you a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sure you have. <laughs> yeah, I um, haven't either. To up, <laughs> yeah, to pick up your beer. Um, so it, it was going. It went really well. Um, definitely, like we've added, we added hours, we added delivery days. Like we basically, we had to lay all of our team off, which was really hard. Um, and so we could only do. We sort of like expanded as we our team grew again. So we went bare bones down to just three people. My husband. Joe and I and Alex, our brewer, so we could still make beer. And then we sort of kept adding t- at our team as we kind of could get back more into it. So there's been a lot of changes. Like every week seems like there's something different. And now we're, now we pivoted again to open our patio, which is like the biggest pivot of all because now um, we have to do, we're doing table service. Um, we have a whole parking lot, which is our patio, and there's like 11 tables. We need extra staff. We need to do more safety precautions and cleaning than we ever have before. Um, we're all wearing masks and it's like 34 degrees outside. So it's been, it's definitely been, this one, this one's been a challenge. I, I, I mean, all of it was really hard, but this one's been a challenge. It is really amazing to see our customers again. Like we missed our community and to, to talk about your question, to bring it back to your question, our community was everything during this. Like we could not have got through this without them. Um, they were completely understanding, totally supportive. They were there by here, like in, I couldn't even, I could have never imagined that they would buy that much beer from us while during this thing. Like, it was amazing. And I just kept thinking, like, I, if we didn't do all of this ground, let, lay the groundwork, I guess, right, to build this community, I think it would have, we would have been done. So it's just so nice that through all this, through all this madness, <laughs> we were able to maintain our business. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, that's awesome. What, do you, what would you say, like, maybe one of your biggest learning experiences was from it? I think that um, one of the biggest things is just because you're doing it a certain way doesn't mean it should be done that way. Like, we, there were so many things that we were doing just because we'd always done them that way, and now we've changed it or adapted to something else, and it works fine. I just feel like that change isn't as hard as you think it is, you know? I think we're all so set in our ways and stuck on what we're doing. But when we really look at it, is it the best way? Is it the right way? Is it going to, you know, get the best results? So it's just interesting because we added curbside pickup. We love it. It's great. We're going to keep doing it. Um, You know, there's so many things that we've done that we're like, oh, we're going to keep this. This is wonderful. Um, And also, like, even the the AGCO in the city changed some things that were just rules that were for no reason. I mean, it wasn't hurting anyone. That right. We couldn't deliver beer to your house, for example. Like, I couldn't come in as a brewery and bring, like, a six-pack to your door. I had to be, like, a courier could do it, um, but I couldn't do it as the brewery owner. And that's, that makes no sense. Like, I have a smart serve. I can I can see you that you're over 19, and I can give you this beer, mm-hmm. right? So it made no sense, but they changed it. I don't know if it's going to be permanent, um, but we, we were doing it, and it was going really well. So I think just, like... These things that these rules are in place, these the ways that you're doing things. I mean, you can rethink these things and reimagine them and reinvent, you know, your business, and it's not that hard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like I was saying before, I am. It's a lot of pivoting, but I think it's yeah. just this situation. Um, but I, I'll be more apt to pivot in the future if we need to. Yeah. And think of new ways to grow and um, sort of change our business in the right direction, right? That's awesome to hear. Yeah. Yeah, and it's been really inspiring to watch other, brewer- other breweries and other businesses in our community doing the same thing, just pivoting and, and doing things to keep the yeah. safety of our community top of mind. It's been really inspiring. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So we got a couple rapid-fire questions for sure, you. Sure, okay, okay, let's do it. So, favorite Hamilton area 
restaurant. Oh, I got one. Um, in Dundas, I love Namu. Have, has anyone ever been there? Yes. So Joe and I are obsessed with this place, and we just will order the same thing, and we do takeout like once a week from there when the kids go to my parents. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Namu all the way. I love that place. It is a good spot. Yeah, we used to go there when it was when like we could go and sit in. It was lovely. Yeah, I yeah. just feel like I have so many places I'm gonna have to go to eat now that I'm new to the area. Yeah, like, and I'm now that like, you're asking this question, <laughs> I know. <laughs> what kind of food is it though? It's like um, they also, for example, Joe and I get um, these sushi tacos, like sushi nachos. Ooh. They're like a, it's almost like a tostada with like sashimi on top. It's so good. And then we do these like, um, uh, what is it? Um, pulled pork bun, you know, steamed bun. Oh. Yeah, they're amazing. That sounds so great. It's, I think they're, um, I'm pretty sure they're Asian, Korean. Asian fusion, yeah, I guess you I'm pretty sure it. that they're Korean. Cool. Um, and so there's a, and then they have, like, they have bibimbap, and they've got all, like, kind of Korean dishes, and they've got some interesting things. It's really cool. Yeah, and they and then they have those fried Brussels sprouts that are insane. So like, I just made your order for you. Yeah. So just get <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, it sounds yeah. nice. <laughs> it's insane. Definitely do not miss the sushi tacos. They are unreal, out of this world good. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, next one. Favorite non-grain and great craft beer? <laughs> That's hard. I, I drink so many different beers all the time. So I love, my, my OG, like, sour that I love is the Jelly King from Bellwood. Oh, That's, like, that's like sort of the North Star. I love that one. Yeah. Awesome. Um, favorite way to stay physically active? Um, I love, well, I do a few things, but I love hiking. My favorite, my most favorite. I find it hard to hike in this hot weather, but um, we do a lot of family hikes, and I just love, I love hiking to the, the peak from our house. It's the Dundas Peak, so it's a good hike. It's all do up. <laughs> do you have the Z Trail? Uh, yeah, like yeah. the one, so we enter through uh, off Sydenham there, mm-hmm. um, in that park. Yeah, because yeah, we live right ah. there, so we just go doot, 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 up. It's such a good hike. Yeah, Sometimes nice. we go all the way to fa- the Two's Falls and uh-huh. then back. It's a nice, like, good hour and a half, probably hour and a half hike. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's good for the kids, too. Yeah, yeah, it is. They might not go all the way with me, but they're like... <laughs> Uh, Evan starts whining after half an hour. So like, <laughs> it sounded like me on our trail run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which that was like one tenth of the trail run, wasn't it? <laughs> well, it's okay. Um, kind of leads into the next question. Eh? Yeah, yeah. So um, obviously, we want to continue to connect with other members of the community. So yeah. I was just wondering if you have any guests that you would recommend for Move Vocal. Yeah, for sure. Um, I actually, I would recommend my friend Tara, who's an artist. Um, her kids also go to DBMS, um, her child, um, and uh, she runs art classes, mixed media art classes out of her studio called Studio on James. She's a photographer, she's a mixed media artist, she's a super interesting person. Um, I would recommend her. She's really great. Awesome. Um, and then I have another one, a friend um, who runs an Instagram account called Taste Hamot. Okay. Um, and talk cool. about building community. Like her community is all based in like foodies in Hamilton, and um, and she's awesome. She's an amazing person too. Um, and we've worked with her a lot at the brewery. Like she's done some contests with us, and we're just really good friends. And she um, she knows all about food in Hamilton, so she'd be a really <laughs> cool person to talk to. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and then anything new that you want to, like, coming up for Grain and Grit that, that you want to talk about or yeah. it's coming down the pipe? I think just the patio mostly um, because it's open now and that's um, sort of what's on the horizon right now. So we're open Thursday um, through Saturday 12 to 9 and then Sunday's 12 to 7 right now. Our hours will change. I think we're going to be expanding our hours slowly as we sort of get the hang of this new new world. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's the biggest thing. And you can make a reservation on our website. 
Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so one thing we're going to ask all of our guests kind of to wrap up the show, we asked Rich, who was our first guest on the on the Move Local podcast for episode one. So we're going to ask you, um, what does it mean to move local to you? Yeah, um, I think it, I think it, for us it's, well, for me personally, um, it's just like, instead of just thinking on this like micro scale, like not thinking, oh, I'm going to get go get my groceries, or like, I'll go to Costco. Like, it's like, okay, where can I, who can I support in my community that's doing this and working really hard? Especially being a, a business that we work so hard, we're supported by our community, um, you know, we're a mom and pop shop. Like, we always are looking to support local businesses that are similar to us. Um, I talk about this with my kids a lot because they're like, oh, why don't we just go to the X store? I'm like, well, where can we get that here? We're, we're supporting another business that's just like doing the same thing as we are. And then it makes them think, oh, okay, yeah, that's a really good thought. So um, to me, it's to move local. It just means to sort of think on that level. Like, who can we support that's local? Um, you know, how can we be more connected to our community? And, and, and that sort of thing. Yeah, that's awesome. And just listening to you say that, I've really, again, I'm kind of new to the area. And one thing I have noticed about like Dundas and Hamilton, some of these, these parts of the area is like, it is like that. Like there's a lot of that close connection. It's really cool to now start to dive in and talk to people like yourself and Rich and whoever else comes on the podcast to kind of highlight that even more. So it's, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, for sure. I don't think I've ever lived in a place where the where community was, like the community spirit was so strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I've lived in a few different places and I just feel it in Dundas. So much stronger yeah. than other places it's really interesting yeah. um, and like the Hamilton Hamilton community I just really like living here a lot so we're very cool. lucky we found this place yeah that's <laughs> awesome yeah um, so you mentioned your Instagram a couple times so why don't you leave where people can find you on Instagram sure. your website and all that good stuff okay sounds good so you can find us um, on Instagram at grain and grit beer um, and then our website's grain and grit awesome well Lindsay thank you very much for taking the time out of a very important and busy day Thank you. to talk to us. We really do appreciate it. It's been awesome. Again, like getting to view this place from the outside and now kind of get to hear the story about it. It's, it's really cool to, to put the two and two together. So thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.